Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casino. Nothing else comes close. Well, a sure sign that the show is only on radio today. That's because we started late. Did Howard Simon come out of retirement and I missed it earlier today? Holy the late cow, for the Marty. break show is the extra point show right before us. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's what I love about television. We always start on time. But anyway, we have thanks to. for waiting the extra minute and a half, two minutes. It's great to finally be with you on this blustery, blizzardy day in Buffalo. Now, you know what? I've been living in Buffalo or Western New York since 1997, Duffer. So it's been like 26 years, 27 years, whatnot. Um, and I learned things all the time, right? And and it's great. I always thought the snow ban only affected the South Towns, right? Whenever there's a lake effect snow, snow bans, it affects the South Towns. Um, but I always kind of put the South Towns, Hamburg, Orchard Park, East Aurora, like into one big group. Like it's always usually very similar. So last night I was in East Aurora, did some clearing up, and I came over to Orchard Park this morning to do some clearing up with Plowmaster 43. Oh my goodness. It's like East Aurora got a little, like got a lot of snow, but nothing compared to Orchard Park. And I've not ventured out, you know, north a little bit more into Lackawanna and West Seneca because they are getting absolutely hammered with snow right now while it's super sunny here in, in East Aurora Orchard Park, right? So I always thought we were all in the same boat. And this year, I find that every town, every little area is kind of on their own because everything is so different from five minutes east, west, north, south. Everything changes so, so close. Well, we may have a game tonight. Uh, we may, we will have more Plowmaster 43 stories. I can assure you of that. Um, but Buffalo, Chicago is uh, possibly going to happen. 7.30 tonight at Key Bank Center. But um I'm hopeful that by the end of the show, we'll have definitive word on that. Um, we've just gotten word that uh, Mark Polencard says that he has advised the NHL to postpone tonight's game until tomorrow, and he is waiting to hear back. So I guess we must wait along with him, Marty. Yeah, and the, the thing is, is that, uh, you know, as a player, I remember being in some of those situations and thinking, okay, both teams are here. Like the Blackhawks are in Buffalo. The Sabres are here. Don Granato said everybody made it to morning skate this morning before some of the travel bans uh, were in place. And they actually have hotel rooms at the uh, Harbor Center, at the uh, Lecom Harbor Center Marriott right now for the players to just spend the afternoon, not have to drive back home. A lot of those guys are downtown, but there's drive travel bans in downtown as well. Um, so everybody's there. And I remember as a, as a player thinking, 
okay, let's play the game. Everybody's there. The referees are going to be there. The teams are there. Like, let's just play the game. But it's more than that, right? It's staff. It's, you know, TV crews, camera people. It's ushers. It's even if you don't have people in the building, like during COVID when there was no fans, there is still people that need to be present for the game to happen. And you you stop. You, you don't think about that as a player often or as a, a team. You get ready for the game. You don't think about everything else that needs to happen for the game to actually be played. So I would think that Don Granado said we're preparing for the game because that's the mentality that needs to happen. But everybody else is thinking about other things than just having, you know, the 20 players on each side and four referees and a scorekeeper or whatever. It's It's much more complicated than that. How complicated is the Plowmaster 43 story? Uh, it's not complicated and it is funny because I am not a car guy, right? Duffer, you know me, like if you ask me what kind of engine is in your truck, what kind of, you know, tires, what kind, I broke a a windshield wiper this morning, by the way, it was iced onto my truck and I went with my snow brush and I went to Wackett's and it just, the plastic broke. I had to Google what size wipers I get on my truck on Plowmaster 43 because I needed to replace the windshield wiper. I'm not a car guy. So last night, first of all, I go get gas and, uh, you know, because I was doing plowing and, and it's like, it's basically a plow convention. There's like five trucks there, all have plows, right? Big plows, smaller plows, big trucks, smaller trucks. And I go in and the one guy goes to me, he goes, uh, how do you like that four cylinder in your truck for plowing? I'm like, I, I have a four cylinder. Shouldn't I have a V6 or a V8 at the very least to plow? He goes, no, you got that four cylinder with the, uh, with the, you know, the, the boost or whatever. I don't know what they call it, but they, they're like, I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's the engine I have. Then I'm sitting in my truck waiting for the gas to go in. And then these guys are like, you know, early to mid twenties. They kind of walk over to my truck and I'm thinking, uh, they're trying to attack me right now. They're going to steal my plow. What's going on? Right. So I open my door. I'm like, what's up guys? Just all, you know, bright and cheery. And the guy goes, how do you like that straight blade? How do you like pushing snow with that straight blade? And I'm like, don't know what you're talking about. Like, what is a straight blade? You mean, man, you don't have one that folds in the middle, like it V's or it goes the other way. Like, does the snow go out to the side when you push? And I'm like, oh, you know what? I I don't do a lot of plowing. I do my driveway, a parking lot here and there, a few friends, whatever. Like, I don't do a ton of plowing, but um, I like it or whatever. He goes, when the snow gets high, is it too much? Like, it, I'm like, so then I got into my my mode of like, okay, now I'm going to be a plow guy. I'm going to be part of this convention of plows. I'm like, so what do you got on yours? Which one's yours? What do you got? He goes, oh, I got that big one over there. It's like a three ton. It's, got, it's four foot tall. It's this, that, the other thing. I'm like, what about you? The other guy. He goes, I got a puller and a pusher. And, and, and I was big time plow guy. I totally faked them out. Like after my first 30, 40 seconds interaction, I realized... If I'm going to be part of this group, I better fake it, right, until I make it. So I faked it until I made it. By the end of it, these guys are like, oh, we're going to be out all night. Uh, what time are you going to go to bed tonight? I'm like, well, I'm going to be out all night. I hope I get a couple hours of sleep. I just, I was on my way home, right? Like I was getting gas on my way home. I'm like, I hope I get a couple hours of sleep just to get refreshed for the morning because I got to get ready in the morning. So I had a great time at the gas station with the uh, plow convention. Did they not that know you? Did they not know you? Oh, no. They had no idea. Like, Even I was, as it went on and on and on and on. I have no idea if they did or didn't. They didn't like, mention anything. First of anything. all, the voice. 
Yeah, I would think the voice I had like, and plus I had a Sabres hat on. I had my big furry jacket. I had my heated jacket underneath. I was all geared up. Like I think you don't have 43 on the door yet. No, I don't have uh, 43s on the door. I need to do Richard Petty type yeah, of uh, I want style, your, like I painting want on the side. Master 43 to resemble NASCAR. I really do. I, well, you know what? It's like uh, I I feel like I was kind of like working at a golf course, and I showed up with my own lawnmower, and everybody's like, "What do you got in there? Is that a 42 inch cutter? Is that a? Can you go both ways?" Like I'm like I showed up to this expert area of plowing. And I am the, the 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 newbie, right? So I was I was dying. I was laughing, and then uh, what a yeah, great so. analogy that is. Oh my god! Just imagine somebody <laughs> rolling up to the golf course with their push mower, like Forrest Gump style. Like you know, I like cutting grass. Can I help you guys? And they're like, um, well, it depends. What are you bringing? What do you got? And like, no, it's oh, not happening. So anyway, that gosh. was the uh, you know, it just okay. Just this or the, that? Where yes. did you fake it more in life? As a goalie or as a plow guy? Um, as a plow guy. Okay. Um, because right. as a goalie, there was literally, like I'm telling you the story as a plow guy. There's not cameras there. There's not people talking about it there. These guys probably went home thinking, maybe I should get a small plow, like a small straight blade for my truck, like just as a mm-hmm. secondary one, just for little things, right? The, the guy was amazed that my plow goes up so high because he's like, oh, it's great. It's It lifts really high, so you don't hit curbs and things when you come in and out of parking, uh, you know, like um, driveways or even like gas station. You know, you get to gas station sometimes and the, the sidewalks are so high that you you catch the front of the bumper on them. And the guy was complaining that his plow is so big and it brings the truck down a little bit. So, And then I said to the guys, I'm like, uh, you guys keep your plow on all winter? Guy goes, oh yeah, we keep it on all winter, and then we store it in the summer. I'm like, you know, mine comes off pretty easy. So I uh, usually like I've had it on for four days, but usually I take it off, give it a rest, put it in the garage, you know, shine it and clean it and everything, and then I put it back on when I need to. They were laughing because they're like, you shine your plow. I'm like, again, I faked it. I don't shine my plow, but I, <laughs> that was that was the whole gist of it. So it was a good half hour of my life last night. That was uh, that was very entertaining. Do you think uh, Alex Tuck is now more likely to reach out and hire you uh, for your services? Considering that he thing. said on Saturday that you would be the uh, Saturday, Sunday. What day was it? Monday. That was Monday. Monday. Yes, that was that Monday. You would be the last guy that he would consider hiring to. That's another his- thing. Oh. I did some Montreal radio with Steve Bejain yesterday, and Steve mm-hmm. Bejain was, uh, you know, you he was the here in Buffalo. Briefly, paper saber. For for very very the sign in the summertime got here and then was picked up at the end of training camp on waivers as they were trying to it was protected I list mean, he's back no in the day. Janssen Fialbi, let's be real, but well, yeah, but this was a weird different time. That's when at I the know. end of training camp you had to submit a protected list, right? And, and it Steve wasn't his paperwork in order. I don't yeah, think the true. Sabers wanted to put James Patrick on this protected list. We were worried they were going to lose lose James Patrick on you know to another team and in, in on waivers transaction or whatever. So Steve Bejan ended up being in Montreal, I believe, after that. But so yes, he did. They were talking about my my plow. And Steve, as he always is, very sarcastic, very funny guy. He goes, well, what you don't know is Marty is actually hired by the team to clear out all the parking lots and do all the players' um, driveways. I'm like, no, no, we are not doing – I'm not doing any driveways. Alex Tuck actually put me in my place, and he'd, I'd be the last person he would want 
to get a plow and clear his driveway at his house. So now there's good reasons for that because I, I have damaged a couple of things at my house, but it's my own things. That's fine. Did you share that with the, the plow convention last night? I did not share that with the plow convention last night. And this morning, um, I'm, I'm going to share this with you. Um, I it, wanted, because my snowblower just went to crap. Like I usually can kind of edge my driveways with the snowblower and it looks nice. That should so now be the I, Twitter poll. How many people's snowblowers have gone to crap? at the oh. absolute worst time. Like it's like every other person you meet. Yeah. Oh yeah. A- our, <laughs> hey, our friend, George, our friend, George has got a new snowblower. It's not starting. He's stuck. This Put new some thing. Gas in it, George. Well, maybe Put George, you got to like, yeah, <laughs> read a, read an owner's manual or two. That's usually my problem. I don't read the owner's manual oh. and it won't start. But anyway, snowblower went to crap. So I'm going to have to take it to the repair shop or whatever. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to widen my driveway a little bit with the plow, right? Usually I go with the snowblower to cut the edges, widen it, and it's good. Well, I went to widen the driveway with the plow a little bit. So I I, I turned my plow to the right a little bit just to angle it for the right side of the driveway so that it would push everything outwards, right? Mm -hmm. And then I thought I had done a good job. I back out of the driveway. I look. I ripped like literally like seven feet of grass of oh, no. dirt. Like oh. I totally picked up, like I whitened it too much. So I picked up like the side of the grass and I lifted it on the side. I was like, well, oh. who, who among us that's ever hired a, a, a plow guy has not had that happen to oh. him. Oh. It always happens. But when it's you and you do it to your own grass, it's fine. But if I right. did it to Alex Stuck's lawn, I think he'd be upset about it. So that's the difference. <laughs> well, Part of the problem is likely the fact that the ground never did get the full freeze this year, right? Yeah. Before some of these recent storms, it's mucky, so to speak, as opposed to uh, the often Arctic tundra-like conditions we have at this point in time. We're trending that way, though. It uh, it definitely looks like uh, one of the colder places on Earth, either the Arctic or Antarctica right now. Yeah, Antarctica is, is colder than the Arctic. Yes, we learned that uh, from a Google search just things a couple of weeks ago. Things we learned on Sabres Live. That's another segment. That's idea. another segment, things you learned. Uh, but I'll tell you this. I used to put a ice rink in my backyard, and I love building an ice rink and putting the boards up and putting the tarp in and whatever. What oh. a terrible year this will have been for anybody that wants to put an ice rink in their backyard number one it did freeze among the many like it is a tiresome task god bless the people that have attempted to do it for their children but how like what's their winning percentage year over year that the rink was actually worth it that it held up that it wasn't subject to ridiculous (sighs) ups and downs like i again i applaud admire respect to the nth degree anybody that's ever attempted to build a rink but holy cow, it seems like a colossal waste of time. <laughs> well, it is because even on the best of like scenario situation, you get maybe the ring for 10 days to two weeks when it gets cold and it's not snowing or whatever. And then you get like a warm spell and then or then you get a deer that runs across your tarp and punch a hole in it. And then all your water goes out and you're like, come on. Like, it's just like there's always something like that. But this year, more than anything, Ooh. you're thinking, it's not getting cold. So you got, you know, two inches, three inches of water sitting in your tarp and mm-hmm. it's not freezing. And finally you get some cold air, but you have all this snow that's being dumped on. So 
you can't even go on to your ice rink with the snowblower or anything heavy because it's not frozen underneath. And if it is frozen, now it's like frozen but stuck to the snow. So it's creating this literally like very rough sandpaper type of ice mm. that is full of holes and uneven. It's just what a terrible, terrible winter for ice rink around Western New York. That's why you got to connect with Danny Gare and his artificial ice company and build it in your basement when you're building your brand new home. Sacrifice the basement for the good of your kids and you too can have indoor ice and potentially a future NHL star. How was that for an ad lib read? Did you like that? That is a great, great commercial read. <laughs> we are recording this uh, show on Zoom right now. For I used that extra minute off the top of the show to prepare. So it may be a game day here. Yes. Buffalo, Chicago. I don't know. If we're betting on it. I, eh, I don't know. I'd probably bet no, but what do I know? Anyway, it, if it is a game day, it'll be the first meeting with Chicago since you and I were in Chicago yes. and Eric Johnson scored the game winner and yeah. delivered uh, a fantastic uh, post-game interview, as I recall. But um, the since we can't really talk with 100% certainty, and honestly, like, why waste good material <laughs> if, if something doesn't happen? Yeah. I can tell you this. Last night in the NHL produced some very similar storylines. The Oilers won again. The Leafs lost again. Yes. The inevitable regression has happened to the Kraken. They've lost two in a row now. Mm -hmm. The Capitals are still great defensively. Ottawa is bleeping awful. And the Kings have lost nine out of ten. Yes. And, if I may. The Avalanche continue to impress. Nine straight games with a power play goal. I've been wanting to mention this kid's name for a while. It's amazing how, like, they just found a mature 25-year-old right-shot defenseman, undrafted, Sam Malinsky. He's getting a point like every other game. He just fits right in. Like, they're without Bo Byram right now, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, huh, wow. Kid's got eight points in 19 games. He just, you know... Only plays like 14, 15 minutes. And it's just so good. Anyway, and the off-air trivia that we did yesterday about the Calgary Flames came through again. In the last 15 games, the Flames had two of the league's top 10 goal scorers. And both of them scored again last night. Coleman in regulation, Sharon Govich in overtime as they come back to beat Arizona. And then there's the Winnipeg Jets who are in your wheelhouse, the team you want to talk about the most, the team that is most likely to win the Stanley Cup because they never, ever give up any goals. Marty, it's 33 straight games now of three games or fewer. It's 13 straight of two or fewer and 20 of the last 21. It's incredible. And now they're doing it without Mark Shifley. So they get Cal Connor back and they just don't have Mark Shifley. So that's the, the give and take that the Winnipeg Jets are doing. But defending is the name of the game when it comes to the Jets. That's awesome. Yeah, this was a great, great look at everything that happened in the National Hockey League last night, Duffer. Um, your research on that front was awesome. I was paying attention to Colorado, Ottawa, just because I like to see um, high scoring games and it started, you know, one, one after one. I'm thinking, okay, let's see what happens. Then Ottawa's up four, two thinking, 
Oh my, like what is going on? And plus, I think Georgiev is playing a lot and maybe too much. He's on pace to playing almost 70 games this year. I'm thinking. Wasn't even dressed. No, I know he wasn't, but I'm, I'm, paying, I'm paying attention to the the games that he's playing and the games that he's not playing. Like, how is that working out? They're down 4-2 to Ottawa. Again, this is, they're going to have to keep playing him. He may play 75 this year, right? Like, I mean, this is going to be un- incredible. And they come back to win it 7-4. Um, just like they did when they were down to the Toronto Maple Leafs 3-0. The Colorado Avalanche, when they get going, Sheldon Keefe said, they don't play in the NHL. It's a whole other league. When the Colorado Avalanche get going, they are in a whole other league and on their own. Um, Toronto, they kind of felt to that same... Uh, the Edmonton Oilers can be on their own as well because mm-hmm. after the Leafs were up to nothing, you know, it started to just come back for the Edmonton Oilers. They had they got a great game from Stuart Skinner again. Yeah. Like you're looking and at he's Stuart won Skinner eight in a row, which ties Decord for the longest winning streak this year. Yeah, he's he's goalie. he's turned it around, you know. So now all of a sudden that goalie market that you thought the Oilers were going to be a huge part of it. Okay, let's take the Oilers out of it. Like they're not gonna go for a goalie most likely. So. There's uh yeah there's a lot of interesting uh little storyline around the NHL the Rangers you said one um the Flames won with Dan Vladar that's what I wanted to go to you know mm-hmm. Jacob Markstrom is day to day and they go in with Dan Vladar and he wins them a big game against the Arizona Coyotes so yeah a lot of a lot of good interesting matchups around the National Hockey League yeah, honestly, it really was. And the Ottawa problem is obviously goaltending and beyond uh, because last night they opted for Matt Sogard and he was unable to help the situation. Did and, you read Did you read uh, Jacques Martin's quote about that? Well, I saw Travis Ghost <clears throat> tweeting about how it was ridiculous for Martin to say that the reason they didn't go with Corpusalo was because of his career record, which largely happened forever ago against the avalanche so the with the, with these, the columbus these, blue jackets these, it's these a different team. response or quote from travis was <laughs> something to the effect of how can you not start a guy because he gave up a goal to alex kerfoot five years ago <laughs> <laughs> totally fair like, point totally yeah, fair point he, but he the biggest fair point but let, just, let me say like so Ottawa, like this is nothing new. In fact, it's been more pronounced since Jacques took over their inability to hold a game. They now have five regulation losses when leading after two. That is the most, not surprisingly, in the NHL. That's bad. I think they're 11 and five or something when, 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 uh, leading after two. And that's, that's what it is. Those five games, like you win two out of three when leading after two. We're trying, we talk about the Sabres. We want them to win two out of three to get in the playoffs. 26 and oh, win them all. That's the whole point of this. Absolutely. So that's terrible. But the, the quote that I kind of was, was, reading and reading and reading over and over again and thinking, why would a coach ever say that about a goaltender that was signed as a free agent this summer? Mm-hmm. And you're kind of, I know your GM that signed him is not there anymore. The coach that, you know, probably said, yeah, let's go for Corpusello is not there anymore. But so Jacques Martin said, they asked him, why are you playing Sogard? He explains the whole thing. Well, Corpusello's record against, you know, the Colorado Avalanche, this, that, the other thing. And so with that, all taking all that in consideration, I feel like Sogard gives us the best chance to win in this game tonight. I'm like, so you're basically saying that's your guy that you sign 
as a free agent long-term, it was mm. your number one goaltender right now. You're basically telling him, we're not winning that game with you tonight. We're <laughs> winning the game with Mad Solgar. That's what it comes down to. I mean, wow. it's pretty it's pretty significant. He's not the first person to utter a statement like that. In fact, uh, our next guest um, met, was tutored, mentored by that uh, same man, Jacques Martin, and basically used to say the same thing to you when you were about to go out for a start. So you see how the apple doesn't fall here far from the tree between Jacques and Razor. Yeah, no. but Razor was right when he said that because um, it yeah, was right. me and Dominic Hasek. The team had way better chance to win with me than Hasek and Nat on any true. given night. Let's be fair here. That's that. That was the truth spoken from the Razor. If you really believe that, you wouldn't have held out for more in 2000, 2001. The Bandits are hosting <laughs> Tucker Out Lymphoma Night this Friday. I really hope to see you there. It's always the most special night. And now as raining. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. World champions, once again, uh, you can imagine that uh, Banditland is going to embrace this like no other night. And uh, the game begins at 7.30. There's going to be plenty of auctions. There's autographed lacrosse ball sales that help support pediatric cancer care. Visit bandits.com slash tickets to purchase yours today, and we'll see you at KeyBank Center on Friday. We'll continue Sabres Live with Razor right after this. We're back with more of Sabres Live, presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Welcome back at Sabres Live on a potential game day. We are still uh, awaiting word as to whether Buffalo and Chicago will go ahead tonight. Rob Ray has uh, joined us to break the tie. Razor, why don't like if you just like put your foot down, like things pretty much happen, right? So why don't, why don't you just say why don't you just set the tone here for what's going to happen? Um, <laughs> I got a lot to do here, Duffer, and I'm kind of actually comfortable sitting at home, so I'm <laughs> I'm going to pull the plug. 
Okay. Let- Wazer, we have a poll though on on Twitter X, and it's a great this or that because my snowblower is not working, but I do have the plow, so it's making up for it. So this or that is your snowblower working? Yup or nope? It's basically the Twitter poll right now. What is your situation? I'll give you uh, basically the consensus around Western New York. Mine is working, Marty. Any responsible homeowner would make sure that your snowblower was working before a storm was coming. It was and working three days ago. It just stopped working I have, yesterday. I have a lot of neighbors that are very dependent on me because <laughs> they really don't know how to do anything themselves. So you I list them on your tax money. returns annually? Yeah, Duffer, <laughs> I've said this before. They don't even offer me fuel. Like, oh. they don't even give me gas to put in. They just can become expected now. In the first few years, they'd send a nice note, hey, thank you, blah, blah, blah. Now I don't even get a thank you. So I was walking around yesterday. I like having a cigar, just walking around, doing them. And I don't mind doing it. But I need I need a thank you once in a while. And it just doesn't happen. So... I'm actually been thinking today, I have one neighbor that you guys both know that I may just fill his whole driveway full of snow today as I'm going and let him figure it out himself. He's got three young boys at home. He can get it done himself. Can you please take a picture of that if you do? Oh, I'm thought about it here so much that I'm going to fill his. I'm and, gonna fill. and given that you you clearly need this extra attention, but more so appreciation for your efforts. You, you, the way you phrase that conjured up the memories of thank you Sabres after their first ever playoff appearance back in the 70s. So I think we should, in unison, Marty, get the crowd to say thank you, Razor. Yes, at the next game, the neighborhood should all join in the street and in a song that says thank you, Razor, for everything that you do, Rob. Um, but just so you know. Our poll right now is going on that about 81% of people says their snowblower is working and 18.9%, so 19% of the people are saying no. So one out of five, one out of five home owners right now with a snowblower is saying it's not working and they're in trouble. Well, they deserve it. Oh, well, I don't deserve it. See, the thing is that it was working on Sunday. It was working on Monday. And now on Wednesday... It's not like, like, I don't know what happened between now and then. You know, you have to put gas in those things. Oh, I got gas. I got oil. I did all of that stuff. Razor. It just, it just, I press the button because it's a electric start. I press the button. It goes, it, it, it wants to get going, but it doesn't get the, um, the, the engine going. I wonder if maybe it froze, something froze in bring, the line. Bring it inside, Marty. Wheel it into your house, let it warm up and then try it. You know what? It's a good idea. Maybe I'll do that. I'll bring it into the uh, the small garage and then see if that works. So yeah. that's a good idea. Can we yeah. just yeah. clarify that so we're not liable here? That Razor did not say bring it into the house and start it inside the house. Bring, bring it, it in. inside the house for a while, then it take it up. back out and then start it. Hey, yeah. last year when we had the big storm, my generator froze up. Oh boy! So I literally put it in my truck, started the truck, let it sit there for a couple hours. It thawed out. Bang, sparked right back up again, hooked it back up to the house, and good to go. Now, I've done that, too. Guys a little bit. 
You know those uh, those heaters that go on top of the propane tanks that you turn them on and then they shoot a lot of heat. You, I used to bring them to you know either tailgate or when my son played you know little loop football. Sometimes you get some really cold November nights or whatnot. You put those on the side. So I did that the one time too. Is I just fired that up out in the driveway and heat up whatever I needed to. So it works good. But uh, no, um, one thing, Razor, I wanted to ask you. Because when I heard Don Granado say this morning that the players were going to basically stay in the hotel and not have to drive home and do all of that. Um, also, it was mentioned that uh, football players often the night before a game yep. at home uh, stay in a hotel. Like they basically bring all the players to the hotel. They stay at the hotel. They're away from distractions. I don't know what kind of distractions you have at home, but whatever. It is the thing. And then they go to the football stadium the next day. I remember early playoffs, maybe like 99, 2000, 2000, 2001, maybe like the, the flyer series or whatnot, having to stay at the Marriott in Williamsville and yeah. a few of the guys would sneak out. Like they, they were like, I'm not staying here. I'm sneaking out. I'm going home. I live five minutes down the road. Were you one of those that snuck out and didn't want to stay in the hotel room or did you stay in the hotel room and, and follow the rules? I, I always stayed there. Um, back then, you were single, and that's what, what was the difference if you were at home or uh, at a hotel. I think it was more, Marty, just for the married guys that had kids that, that get away from it a little bit, get away from the distraction and focus on it. I don't think it's a bad idea. I think it's actually a good idea because, hey, you know, you get those guys together the night before, you might be have a little video, have a little dinner, you know, get yourself kind of focused on what's going on. We used to play video games a lot in the hotel room, and maybe that wasn't good because put four or five young guys in a hotel room with a, you know, uh, PlayStation or whatever, we'd stay up until two, three in the morning. Now, I think I remember Doug Gilmore was one that would like say, I'm out. And as soon as our meeting was over, he'd be like sneaking out the back door and going home. Like, did, did you ever have that conversation with a few of those? Like, come on, guys, let's let's stay in the hotel. No. Yeah. No, I think because everybody at that point, playoffs roll around, you're all responsible. Nobody wanted to take any chances. Yeah. Mark, that's why we did a little better than what you guys did. Did you, uh, Duffer, you probably had that too when you were young. Did you uh, ever like have to answer the call from your coach for curfew? Like it uh. used to be a thing, like when coaches <laughs> would call you at home to see if you were in for curfew. No, that would have only been uh, when we were on the road for tournaments. And uh, I think we did enough damage before curfew that we were in at the right time. So. Razor? Oh, I missed a lot of curfews, Marty. Uh, <laughs> How many sticks did you sign for Scotty Bowman? <laughs> I, I never played for Scotty. but I know. I, know. I, I can oh. remember turning the corner the odd time and rolling into the lobby. And it was like, oh, because Lindy or somebody would be actually sitting there just making sure that, and you'd have to figure out, but I'll tell you what, there was times you would stay at the same hotels all the time. So you knew how to get in and out. You knew the back way. You knew how to get to where you had to go. Never, never would you use the normal elevator. You always use the service elevator. Oh, yeah. More mm -hmm. so. Yeah. yeah, you figured I, that stuff out pretty quick. I won't name who this player is. And I think Duffer, I've told you the story off air before, but in juniors, one guy... Like it was, let's see, 10 o'clock curfew, right? And so you, you're going to be called at your house to make sure that you answer and say, hello, coach. Yes, Aww. I'm here. So this guy wanted to go and see his girlfriend, wanted to hang out, watch a movie with his girlfriend. 
So he like goes to see his girlfriend, stays up there probably until 11:30 midnight, comes home, goes to bed, next day shows up at practice. He's being told he's not playing that night. He goes, "Why?" They say, "You missed curfew." He goes, "I didn't miss curfew." He goes, "No, you missed curfew. We called you. You know, I never got a call. I never got a call." And so the coach says, "I don't care what you say. You missed curfew. You're not playing tonight." So the coach leaves, right? So this player looks over to the teammates and they're like, they're like, were you home? He goes, no, I wasn't home, but I never got a call. How do you know if you got a call or not? He goes, I took the phone out of the wall at my, my, my billet house and I took it over to my girlfriend's house and I plugged in in her wall. So the phone never rang. I never got the call. He thought if you just took the phone from one house to the other, that it would carry over the phone number. How about that? That's the Quebec League, Duffer. That is the <laughs> Quebec League, and that's what you get out of the Quebec League, right there. Uh, I'm not going to go in that slippery slope of going Quebec, Ontario, French, English, or whatnot, but I could definitely, definitely. It is uh, one of my favorite stories. Thank you for resharing. And for those that, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's such a different world But for those that live in those now, eras, right? Yeah. That a phone was actually plugged into the wall. He took his, his phone from oh. the wall and took it to his girlfriend and it never rang. He thought he was dead okay. serious when he thought he had escaped the curfew. I think I kind of admire the guy. The thought, <laughs> the thought, the thought. That's almost like Gino Ojic. Remember, Marty, when he had a, the story was he had a sore throat. And so he started eating Ben Gay, thinking that Ben Gay was going <laughs> to fix his throat. Oh, no. Yes. They're like, this guy's unbelievable. He had a sore throat. He started squeezing Ben Gay into his mouth, thinking it was going to fix his sore throat. Uh, Gino, Gino's think- awesome. He also had one of the best, worst, um, well, statement or quote of all time. He said, it's a lot of bridge under the water. <laughs> said, said it's a lot of water in the bridge. It's a lot of bridge under the water. Yeah, well, you and I can't throw too many stones in, uh, in that glass house because we know. We, we spend way too much myself. time on the air and inevitably say stuff like that all the time. So, uh, Razor, we're going to duck out. We'll have a significant announcement here coming up Marty, in a few minutes. I thought you were going to change that background, Marty. I am going to change it, but at the end of the season, this summer project, changing the whole thing. I love Marty background, and it's people don't want to see that. Well, that's why we're radio only today, Razor. <laughs> we're back after this on Sabres Live. Stay with us. <laughs> Sabres Live, presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. No game tonight. Sabres and Hawks postponed until 7 p.m. Thursday evening. So that word official now from the club and the league. And with that, obviously, um, your viewing pattern, habit, whatever, may change tonight. If you are still in the mood for NHL hockey and want to see it on TNT, uh, you can get the uh, Red Wings and the Panthers. But uh, most importantly, Marty, everyone that may have had to navigate through some really, really awful weather, depending on where they are, will not have to come downtown to attempt to work or enjoy the sporting event tonight. And hopefully everything is a lot clearer by tomorrow when we hit the air on MSG, 6.30 for pregame coverage, 7 o'clock puck drop in the series finale of Buffalo and Chicago. Yeah, and obviously, I think the right decision is made here and uh, probably would have been, you know, um, hard and 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 uh, impossible 
most likely to to have that game tonight. And and we know, look, <laughs> Eric goes, there's so many people over the weekend are like, or oh, they should have built a dome in Buffalo for the Bills to play game. Hey, hockey's played in a dome. There's no elements for the hockey game. It's not about the dome or no dome conversation. It's about the safety of everybody trying to get to the location or whatnot. So that's the reason why the Bills game was not played on Sunday. It was on Monday. And that's the reason why the Sabres are not playing tonight. It's going to be tomorrow. Now, um, you know, tomorrow, tonight's game was going to be a TNT game, but we were going to also have it on MSG. So it wasn't going to be an exclusive to a TNT game tomorrow. Well, it's MSG again. So you're going to get us and Dan and Rob on the, uh, on the broadcast as well. So with that being said, uh, one extra day to what for this Sabres group? Obviously, they had their morning skate today. They will presumably get another one tomorrow. Can't imagine it changes much. We didn't get uh, a very you know, in-depth update uh, on Matthias Samuelson today. Um, so I wouldn't anticipate that one extra day at this point is going to change his likely course of return, but it does obviously get you one day closer to it. So um, is there, you know, I mean, let's just say Lukanen was really excited to get back in here and continue his winning ways. And it certainly sounded like that was the most likely scenario here from Don Granado this morning. What does it do for you as a goalie? I mean, you're you're a guy that likes Christmas morning about as much as anybody. And I yeah. think that's what it feels like for a goalie when they start. So, you know, how does how does well, Lucan and just kind of manage all this? So I actually think this is good for a goaltender. Um, because so they played on Monday at an afternoon game, right? So mm-hmm. the game was at noon, so like early matinee, and they didn't skate yesterday, and they just got like a morning skate to get ready for the game tonight. So now mm-hmm. you're a goalie, you're like, okay, today was a practice day. I felt the puck. Tomorrow I'm gonna get another practice morning skate day to fill the puck and get ready for a game. I I like that. I like to have that extra skating day before a game and not go from a game on Monday to a game on Wednesday. Now I get it. You know, it was probably the safer thing to do to say, Hey, you skate Monday, Monday, you have the game. Let's take yesterday off. It's been a very, very long, busy weekend for everybody to get, uh, you know, yourself dug out. If you were in an area where they got a lot of snow or whatnot, and then we'll have a morning skate Wednesday, but it allows for everybody to have one more day of, either getting yourself ready physically, mentally, get prepared for the game. So uh, with that, uh, happy birthday, Derek Plant. It was on this day in 1971 that he was born. His distinction is in Sabres history, the only overtime Game 7 goal scorer to date. That was against Ottawa in 1997. And, uh, well... Need more heroes, Marty. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I'll tell you this. Um, and because of another birthday today, James Earl Jones, the voice of Darth Vader, is 93 today. One of and the, greatest the other day voices of all time. Well, greatest voice of all time, wow. uh, Field of Dreams, you know, that character everything. that he played. Just, what an Just every, you're talent. right. Yeah. Everything. What a um, um the Lion King, he's Mufasa, when he's Simba. Everything the light touches is ours. And it's like, it's so great. Like that voice is amazing, right? 
But I'll say this. The other day when the Sabres were the black and red against the Ottawa Senators, I think it's when, like, second intermission it was. I don't know if it was first or second intermission. As the Sabres are taking the ice, they played the Imperial March, the Darth Vader theme, right, in Star Wars. As they came on the ice, I'm like, this is fantastic. Like the evilness of the black and red. And, mm-hmm. and I think of Tage Thompson with the, the, the neck guard, right? And Carter Clifton, the neck guard. They look like they are part of not the, the stormtroopers in white, but the, if there was the stormtroopers in black, right? It's just mm-hmm. so anyway, James Earl Jones is 93 today. And when I saw that on our screen, I was like, this is, this is fantastic. What a, what a voice and what a character. Well, tonight was to be a black and red night, so I will assume, should never assume, but I will assume that that carries over to tomorrow. Well, if your tickets carry over to tomorrow, I would think that the attire for tomorrow, whatever you were scheduled to wear tonight, Duffer, you just mm-hmm. push it out to tomorrow. I'll do the same, and mm-hmm. everything will be good. You honestly think I planned that far ahead? Um, Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. I'm in Plowmaster 43 mode. And by the way, I just want to thank Musical One for this great Plowmaster question he just sent to me. He says, Marty, we need a segment on plowing etiquette. Is it okay to back the plow up the driveway and deposit the snow directly across the street on the neighbor's front yard? That is not the way to go, right? And uh-huh. I'm going to say, Musical One, um, I have to do it a little bit because I've got a long driveway and there's too much snow to be put around. So about one quarter of my driveway gets pushed across the street, but it's not technically on the neighbor's front lawn because he has a big wooden fence and woods. So, but it's still across the street, right? So I have to do it. It's okay if it's not just dumping it on somebody's front lawn. Now, I don't know um, wh- where the original source is for all these. The Charging Buffalo is uh, is tweeting that uh, Tyler Ennis has announced his retirement and that Cody Hodson is coming out of retirement, signing a PTO in the American Hockey League. So, Yeah, Milwaukee Enroll actually tweeted that they have signed Cody Hodson to a PTO. Um, so, so it was yeah, nice of Cody up. to share that with us. When he was with us recently. I know, like the guy had probably was already preparing, right? Like he had probably been training for a few months. Yes, I don't I don't believe this was a last three week decision, Marty. I I, no, no. Um, and you know what? We talk about coming out of retirement or whatever, and I know this is you know kind of a story that maybe not a lot of people know, but did you see what Terry Ryan did and playing with the ECHL Newfoundland Growler Mm. on his birthday? And how emotional he got about it because his daughter had never seen him play a professional hockey game. And how he's like driving to the rink and everything. Like, I thought that was really cool. Like, I know it may be theatrical, but it was cool. Well, Cody did say that uh, he'd been spending more time around here because he was a new uncle. So maybe he got the itch to play. So so his nephew will obviously have a chance to uh, be able to watch him as a professional. We wish him the best and uh, we hope you are safe against Sabres Hawks. Postponed to tomorrow. That's when we'll see you next on Sabres Live. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.